Hi everyone, it's Vanessa here from Working at Careers. I hope you're all keeping really well. Today I am going to be joined by Will Grieve, who is a personal trainer in Glasgow. After leaving school, the only thing that Will wanted to do was rugby. However, after going through an injury and through hospital, Will was advised not to play rugby. Will then got two jobs in hotels. However, he realised that the hospitality sector wasn't for him, so he started to focus on his fitness again in between his jobs. He saw the benefits that exercising had on his physical health, so he then decided to go down the career route as a PT as he wanted to help others with their physical and mental health. Will moved to Glasgow where he worked in Pure Gym for two years and after his time here he decided to take the leap and he moved into his very own private personal training studio called Power HQ. This is a fantastic episode for anyone who is considering a career as a personal trainer or who is very interested in sports and isn't sure what career route they should enter. So I really hope that you enjoy this chat with me and Will and I will chat to you soon. Hi Will, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Working at Careers. How have you been keeping? Yeah, very well, thank you and thanks for having me on as well. Well, I'm delighted to have you on. How has lockdown been for you, like, especially with being a PT? Like, have you been doing loads of Zoom classes and things like that? Um, yeah, it's been it's been a bit of an eye-opener. I think um, same as most other people in the fitness industry, got a little bit of uh, a little bit of a shock, a little bit of an eye-opener at the start of lockdown, just when all the gyms closed and then the one thing you rely on for your for your business and whatnot is kind of gone. Um, but it kind of made me aware that I'm not reliant on seeing people, I'm reliant on kind of supporting people. So kind of looking for other ways to stay in touch with clients and things was a big part of, of lockdown for me and a lot of the other PTs that I know. Definitely. And you've just bought yourself a new space and you're moving in recently, so that's really exciting as well. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really looking forward to that. It's um we're still kind of on the the um the last few hurdles for that one just now. It's all the legal side of things, but it's looking quite hopeful to hopefully kind of pass through within the next few days, maybe a week or two. So really, really looking forward to it. That's really exciting. Well, can you chat me through what your journey was like from leaving secondary school to now working as a PT? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I should probably start off by saying that I was never probably the um the star student in school. I um never got into trouble or anything like that, but I um I was just one of those people in school which just kind of it's one of those things day in, day out and I was never too interested in too many of the topics and kinda of tried to probably um if my parents listen back to something like this they'll be a little bit disappointed to hear, but I probably done the bare minimum to kinda of get by. Maybe wasn't just too interested in a lot of the subjects that I'd taken. So for me, I um I finished up high school after fifth year. Um, so I'm not sure if it's the same in Ireland, it might be, but you go six years in high school and fifth year and sixth year are kind of doing your hires and advanced hires, all that sort of stuff. So I took the subjects that I wanted to do in fifth year and I passed all the ones that I wanted to pass. Um, and then after that, I kind of decided I didn't want to go back for the, for the last year of school. I took that last year off and for the first few weeks when all my mates went back to school and whatnot, I kind of didn't really have too much to do. And I think that was probably when I got to a point in time when my parents were a little bit like, right, what's happening here? You're not going back for last year of school, but you don't really have a game plan. So what ended up happening is I worked as a modern apprentice for the SRU, so that's for Scottish Rugby. So I kind of took over helping out a person whose, whose role is being a development officer for a rugby club. And I was essentially his assistant, so I went, drove around the primary schools and the high school back home and kind of took rugby coaching lessons for for a lot of the kids so I spent a year doing that and traveled back and forth between bigger where I was born up and Edinburgh going to Murrayfield so I really enjoyed that year but it was a, a year where I was actually for the first time since being in education I was actually interested in what I was doing day to day um, like 
properly into it. But it was also a year where I kind of got to got to grips with kind of being reliant on myself for the nine to five that I was working. Instead of kind of being told what I had to do and whatnot, I kind of got to think on my feet and do something I was quite passionate about and enjoying quite a lot. After the first year doing the SRU after school, doing that modern apprenticeship, I I kind of wasn't going to stay on. There's not too many jobs in, in rugby, especially through the modern apprenticeship. So again, I was kind of back in kind of a, a middle ground where I wasn't in education. I didn't want to go off to uni or college, but I also kind of wasn't sure what career path that I was wanting to go down. And again, as you can imagine, it was kind of a point where my parents were like, okay, for the last year, you've been doing something like what's next. So I kind of picked up, I picked up a um, hotel job that I worked in the mornings, doing some housekeeping and this sort of stuff, which I absolutely hated. No disrespect at all to anyone, if they are listening, that's in that industry, but it's just something that was very different to what I was used to and, and what I enjoy. So I was making beds and um, and serving breakfast in the morning. And then I got into another hotel job in the evenings where I was in the kitchen porter and doing some washing dishes and whatnot. But after a while, obviously my parents could tell that I wasn't interested in it started getting hounding like what's next like what's your career path going to be and kind of luckily my ex-girlfriend at the time where I was looking at kind of paths to go down for what what I was really interested in and I kind of got uh, an advert came up on the phone for personal training and I was quite new to the gym at that point I was like maybe that's something I could do maybe something I could try Um, where I'm from I think it's maybe the same as you it's quite a small place and everyone kind of knows each other and I was looking forward to getting out and doing something different maybe moving through to the city um, so with a little bit of um, encouragement from my girlfriend at the time and a little bit of a push from my parents and, and some help financially from my parents as well, I decided to go off and do my PT course. That was pretty much how I, I got into PT and that kind of that roads led me to where I am just now as well. See, for becoming a PT, did you have to do any courses or was it all just based on building up experience and things like that? Like how did you become qualified? So pretty much you've got to do two qualifications. The first one you've got to do is um, something along the lines of level two gym instructed or it's something, it's something along those lines and it kind of qualifies you to take classes in commercial gyms and whatnot. And then the second qualification you have to go and do is your level three personal training. Um, and there's two parts of the course, there's a physical, and then there's a, there's two written tests. And I think one of them was in anatomy and physiology. I can't remember what the other one was now. Pretty much, I'd done these courses while I was still working the hotel jobs. So I, oh, the whole course that I did was online over the laptop. And I was working some days in the morning, some days in the evening, some days both. And then on weekends, going through and sitting my exams in, in Edinburgh. So yeah, that was again me back in the education, kind of having to sit and do exams, which was definitely not my, my forte, but managed to scrape by in this case your second time going through education did you enjoy it because it was more on your own terms and it was something you enjoyed rather than being you have to do this yeah definitely definitely like as I said it was never it was never like I really hated school I just I was never really doing subjects that I was passionate about and that I was really too into whereas when I got into PT very quickly I realized it was something that I enjoyed um I enjoyed learning about the human body and enjoyed enjoyed learning about health and fitness and so when I had to go and do exams, I was I was still nervous, but I was I was looking forward to it. And every day was uh, every day was something new, so it was always staying interesting. So it didn't really feel too much like it did at school. Now, as a PT, what do you do on a day to day basis within your job? The bulk of what I do as a personal trainer, I know PTs will vary, but the the majority of what I do is one to one personal training. So I'll see one client at a time for half an hour to an hour, and we'll go through a workout 
kind of tailored towards what that person's goal is and throughout that session I kind of check up with how that person's been in day-to-day life like what they've been doing how they're finding things with nutrition if they want a little bit more support in terms of their training and whatnot so that's the majority of what I do in the past I've worked at commercial gyms and I've had shifts and done classes and and courses and all that sort of thing but majority at the moment is is one-to-one or or two-to-one so like small groups so I train a few couples and train a few friends or like um sisters or brothers and things like this as well which is always good to kind of change things up what was it that made you want to open your own gym rather than go into places like dw or pure gym so i actually started off in pure gym for anyone who who listens back to this that's thinking about pt or maybe in pt like pure gym is a great place to be it gives you a massive member base for a start but it also allows you to kind of work along other pts and and kind of take advice from other people that have maybe been in the industry a little bit longer than you. So I, I learned a great deal from from Pure Gym, and I really enjoyed my time there. And I made a lot of close friends as well. But I enjoy things not being too hectic. And when you're in these big commercial gyms, a lot of time it's a it's a lot of people. There's kind of a lot of waiting around for equipment. There's um there's a little bit of competitiveness, which to be honest, I didn't mind too much in terms of like people talking about how many PT hours they had and stuff like this. The same as anything, people like to have a little bit of competition. But after a while, I just thought I could probably do with having a little bit more space to myself. So I moved from there to a slightly um a slightly quieter private studio where there was only I started off probably I think four PTs. Um, there wasn't a big client base. You kind of had to bring in all your own clients. It was still fast paced in terms of you still got to do what you wanted, but you had a little bit more freedom. There wasn't as many rules um, that you had to go by. I didn't have to wear a certain PT uniform. And then during my time there, it kind of made me think about what kind of my business morals are, what I would like to what I would like to see for my clients, the kind of way that I would like my like a gym to look and feel. And then recently, I've just been quite fortunate to um, have the opportunity arise that kind of allows me to start putting that in, into real life, which is which is exciting alongside owning your own business and being a PT you have to upskill in your own time because you have to probably do your own tax you have to do your own social media you have your own website and everything like that so how do you find learning new skills and doing all that on top of your own job as well I'd say that's probably that was probably one of the toughest things starting off as you can imagine, like you'll know yourself when you're when you're when you're doing things like this and doing your podcast and, and stuff. When you do it for the first time, it's kinda of a little bit nerve wracking, like you're not really sure what to go off. You've kinda of got to it's kinda of trial by error, isn't it? Like you, you you'll do things right, you'll do things wrong and, and you kind of pick things up as you go along. For me I think the big thing was that was kind of uh, not being afraid to reach out for help. Like, um, I've, as I said, like when I started off in the pure gym, if I didn't know how to do taxes or I was bad at social media, I would, you've just got to kind of have the, um, have the mindset of like, ask someone who knows more than you, like look for help and just be, um, be willing to stay open-minded and take someone else's advice. So it was quite tough to start off with kind of learning to have to do all these things. And, and I did actually struggle quite a bit in terms of delegating time to certain tasks um, but now that I'm a little bit further on in my PT career, it's it's a bit easier. I kind of plan things out month by month in terms of when I'm going to do my accounts and when I'm going to do my social media and all this sort of stuff. And, and that makes things a lot easier. So time management's really important then. Now that you have your own space, what do you think your plans are whenever COVID's over and you can? Like, do you think you'll still do one-on-one or do you think you'll have like big classes? Like, what's your plans now? In terms of my actual plans for my business, like the majority of the time that I want to spend in the gym will still be one to one. I I just it's just something I really enjoy. Like I really enjoy getting to know each individual client and kind of working on different things and seeing people progress in different areas at different rates. It's just it's something that's very rewarding and I really enjoy it. But in terms of like 
once I get things up and running with the new studio and, and where I want to be in terms of running the main part of my business, which is the one-to-one and the small group, I would quite like to branch out and kind of start doing some more smaller classes and start doing some online stuff and then really looking to kind of progress on my social media and kind of have a bigger reach and, and things like this too. That sounds amazing. And see the way like you did branch out from Pure Gym, how did you find it from having your own gym and you have to buy all the equipment because in Pure Gym it's all there free and then when you have to do it yourself, it's really, really daunting. So see for anyone who is thinking about going out to sales, what advice would, would you have for them? Because there's a lot to think about and did you apply for any you know, like small business loans or grants or anything too? Because it is a big expense for people as well. Yeah, definitely. So I was I was quite fortunate in the way I did things. And in all honesty, if I was to go and do things, if I was able to restart things and, and go and redo everything, I would do it the same way that I did the first time around. I would obviously change and kind of do things a little bit better. And But at the same time, I was quite lucky because I went from a big gym where the equipment's there for you and everything's clean day to day and there's a big community and, and I really enjoyed it too. I went to a smaller gym but it was a still it was still commercial in terms of it still had members and it still had all the equipment and things. And then after that the next step was I started renting and this has been for the last twelve months. I started renting a small studio in the West End that was still it was already kitted out when I went in and even though it was just me that moved into that space, um there was still quite a bit of equipment. So what I did over the last 12 months was just slowly but surely every month put a little bit of my income back into equipment. And then as I got busier and as I kind of understood how it was going to be running business and being even more independent than before, I kind of set money aside every month to write buy a squat rack and then buy a new barbell and buy some kettlebells and stuff. So I'm now at the point where I put a lot of money in, but it, it was never like I had to take all of my money and put it in at once because I was kind of like, right, bide my time, have a have a plan of action here. Um, so, so I was pretty fortunate in that. And um, I never applied for any business loans, but heading into the new studio I am just now, there's still quite a lot to be done in terms of kitting out the space. It's a little bit bigger. So it's it's never something I've written off. But I've just It's just not something I've done as of yet. Yeah, because there is so much funding out there for for people which is great it's just trying to find the the one that's right for you for people in school now who are doing their a-levels or in tech and who are interested in fitness and PE what um, advice would you have for them going forward now and having a career in it based on your own experiences I would advise go for it like it's a great great industry to be in like there's there's so many positive aspects of it and there's so many positive people the same as the same as every industry there's always going to be negatives there's always going to be people who who drag it down a little bit and give certain gyms or give certain job roles a bad reputation but personal training is is brilliant if you're getting into PT for the right reasons and that you really love working out and you really want to share that passion with other people then my advice is to to make notes, come up with a business plan that you think is viable, that think would work, and you're confident that you can put in the work to do it. And then the next big thing I would advise is, like I said before, ask for advice. Reach out to someone who who's done it or been in that role that you're interested in and, and say, where would you advise me starting off? Or can you give me any tips for getting into the industry? But yeah, I'd say go for it. It's a brilliant industry. And I've, I've never once regretted becoming a PT after, after high school. And yeah, I, I hope that a lot more people get into it for the right reasons over the over the coming years. With being a PT as well, I feel like there's so many different doors that you can go down to because if, like, say, for example, you did a PT for, say, like, five years and you were like, I want something different, you could probably go and do, you know, like, work with, like, a football team and help their team out or do, like, sports science and sports physio as well. So loads of different branches can come out from it as well. 
Yeah, for sure. Like, there's always, it's the same as everything else, there's always a progression or a regression, there's always different avenues you can go down, and, and you're totally correct. Like, I think if you became stagnant as a personal trainer, you could look to go to a different style of gym. You could go from a bodybuilding gym to a CrossFit gym, or you could try going from commercial to private, or you could change from being a PT to go and use your qualification to learn how to do sports massage or rehabilitation or, or anything. Like you said, you can go and work with a sports team. There's, there's so many different avenues within that kind of link up as long as you are like i said in it for the right reasons you want to help people and uh, and you're able to do that well and kind of it's your livelihood then there's so many different paths you can go down well you've given us some really great advice today and i enjoyed listening to your story you've really come a long way which is amazing perfect hopefully i won't get any uh, hopefully I won't get hard time off your sister then in sessions <laughs> definitely not well, thank you so much for coming on today and best of luck now with opening your, your new gym. I'm looking forward to seeing how you're going to progress now. Thank you so much and thank you for having me on as well. It's been a pleasure. Brilliant. Well, thank you. Bye. Nice, bye. Thank you all so much for joining me and Will on today's episode. I really thoroughly enjoyed chatting to him about his career journey. Next week, I'm going to be joined by Nikita Harkin, who works for the SNP party, which is the Scottish National Party in Westminster. This will be an amazing episode for anyone who is considering a career in politics and isn't sure where to go next, as Nikita gives us an insight of her journey from leaving university to now where she works with a political party. So I really hope that you will all join us next week for another episode of Working at Careers. Bye!